The following program is brought to you by Speak the Word Ministries. Thank God we have a loving Father that loves us and is there to help us. And He's faithful. He says even when we're unfaithful, He's still faithful. Praise God. Speak the Word. Welcome to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to train up God's children to be soldiers of Jesus Christ. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. God's Word. Speak, speak, speak God's Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a message titled, The Power of Your Thoughts. Speak the Word. Brothers and sisters, I want you to know that Satan is using your own thoughts and words against you every day, your very own voice. So I'd like to begin by talking about the power of your thoughts, because every word that you speak is first a thought. Remember that. Every word that you speak is first a thought. The devil has custom thoughts designed just for you custom thoughts just designed for you that he will drop into your mind, making a little thought seem like a huge mountain. You know that? He knows which buttons to push because he knows your weaknesses. And he puts those thoughts in your, in your mind. And, and he can dominate your whole day yeah. or your week or your whole life yes. if you'll let him yes. with one single thought. He can take that thought. It could be a thought about something, a habit or something you're trying to break. It could be a thought about you're never going to get promoted or you're never going to amount to anything. It could be a thought that, you know, God is never going to heal you. Uh, It could be any kind of thought that he wants to put in there. And some people will spend the rest of their lives on that thought. You know, just mulling it over in their minds all the time. In 2 Corinthians 4.4 4, 4 says, whose minds, the God of this age, who do not believe. And as a result, they don't see the light of the good news about Christ's glory. It is Christ who is God's image. In other words, saints, the devil is after your mind. That's what he's after. And that's what we're, at, we're going to be talking about. If he can get you thinking wrong things, he can stop you in your tracks every time. However, please keep in mind that the only way that the devil can get to you is through your mind. In other words, through your thoughts, your thought life. It's your thought life. It's your mind that he's after because he can't damage you in any other way. We harm ourselves. The devil doesn't have to do a whole lot of work because we do it for him. He puts one thought and it just it has a ripple effect. It just keeps on going. Saying there's power in your thoughts. And there's power in your words, and there's always going to be consequences in the thoughts that you choose to take and and the words that you speak. The Bible says it is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. In other words, human efforts profit you nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life, it says in John 6, 63. Jesus says there is spirit life in the spoken word. And what I'm saying is when he says to speak life or death, you know, in Proverbs eighteen twenty one says, The power of life and death lie in your tongue, and you will eat the fruit thereof, be it good or be it bad. So he's saying, if you're speaking my word, then there is spirit life in my word. But if you're speaking what the devil says and what he wants you to say, then you're, that's death. You're speaking death. But God's word is that. And keep in mind that words can transmit fear, 
or words can transmit faith. They can transmit images after their kind to others. But God's word transmits the image that God wants you to have. And the devil transmits words that he wants you to have, the images that he wants you to have. And I was speaking to Sister Nora about that at lunchtime today because this morning as I was going over my message, the enemy was trying to put thoughts and images in my, transmit these images into my mind to get me to think on things I shouldn't be thinking on, you know, and I won't go into all the things he was thinking on, you know, so we have a choice what we think. We can choose what we think. And I recognized that he was trying to transmit an image to me of something that I didn't want to have an image of to get me thinking. In other words, he wanted to put doubt in my spirit. He wanted me to begin to doubt. And he wanted me to start thinking about negative stuff. And and when he did that, then I just began to open up my mouth because I recognized what he was doing. And so I was like I was telling Norda, I said, I just said, devil, you are such a liar. (laughs) I said, you, you are, you, you are just so upset because you know that God has given me a word and you don't want me to give it. So you're trying to put this image into my mind and I refuse, I refuse to take it. You can refuse to take it. And I said, I refuse in the name of Jesus to take any thoughts that does not. I bring that thought into captivity. Any, any thought you can bring into captivity that tries to exalt itself against the true knowledge of God. Now, I could have sat there and thought about it. As a matter of fact, it probably took me less than two minutes to begin to feel depressed. Yes. Maybe two to three minutes. I was already beginning to feel depressed over nothing. Yes. The, you know, the, the thing that he was trying to make me feel depressed about had no validation whatsoever. It was just a thought. Like I said, he knows your weaknesses. He knows what buttons to push. You know, Dave and I were talking about fear. You know, the greatest fear there is, is public speaking. And people don't know because they say, I'm so confident and I talk with so much power and authority. They don't know the battles I go through to do this. You know, but God is my, as my witness knows that I just keep confessing his word and know that I'm not going under my own strength and my own power. I'm up here under his strength and under his power. And the Holy Spirit, he's doing the teaching. I'm just a body up here. And that's all you are. You're just bodies. If you just let the Holy Spirit work through you. Are you hearing me? Your saints, your words are also powerful transmitters. The words that you're speaking, in other words, are transmitters. So you got You have to be careful what you say to yourself. What do I choose to say to myself? Do I choose to agree with the thoughts that Satan is trying to put into my mind? Or am I going to agree with what the Word of God says? You know? Here's a good example of how powerful your thoughts are. The New England Journal of Medicine published a study which proves that whatever belief you hold in your subconscious mind will become a reality. For instance, they did a study on a group of people, on two groups of people, both with a degenerative knee disorder that underwent surgery to relieve the symptoms. They did, there were two groups. Both of them had the same degenerative knee disorder and they, went, they underwent surgery to relieve the symptoms. One group had the actual surgery and the other group had a fake surgery. Both groups reported that the surgery was a success. Mind. 
This is why Satan's after your mind. You will not believe what you're capable of doing. You can control everything with your mind, your thoughts. Sugar pills. That's what they used to call them, sugar pills. But the medical term, I believe, is placebo effect. A placebo effect, also called the placebo response. It's a remarkable phenomena in which a placebo, an inactive substance like sugar, distilled water, or saline solution can sometimes improve a patient's condition simply because, listen to this, simply because the person has the expectation that it will be helpful. Expectation plays a potent role in the placebo effect. It's kind of like a child with a Band-Aid. You know, you have the child kid, he runs out and he stumps his knee or whatever, and he comes running in and crying, and it really doesn't need any medication. But you put a Band-Aid on it, and it makes him feel better right away. There's no medical explanation for it. It doesn't really medically help him, but here it does. It's what you would call a placebo effect. And that's what we do. Dear brothers and sisters, it is amazing to me, and I know it's amazing to you, truly amazing how our minds work. A lot of people believe that because their parents, for instance, died of something at an early age, because they died at an early age, that they will too. But scientists have proven that our genes are dormant, sleeping until they're activated by our thoughts. Think about that. I'm going to say that again. Scientists have proven that our genes are dormant. Dormant means to sleep. Sleeping until they're activated by our thoughts. In other words, when you constantly talk about it, you activate it and it will come alive in your body because your spirit, your soul, and body are linked together. According to 2 Thessalonians 5.23, you're a spirit, soul, and body. And you're all connected. I, do, I did a series on understanding the spirit, soul, and body. And if you don't have it, you should get it because it, it explains to you how you can receive not only healing but finances too because everything has to go through the spirit, soul, and body to get from the spirit to get to the body to actually do anything. Hallelujah. It's also been scientifically proven that 87 and 90 percent of all illness comes through our thought life think about that that's a big percentage that only leaves what two percent 25 percent that doesn't come through our thought life and that's probably accidents you know car accidents or somebody falls down or whatever but all 87 to uh, 90 uh, percent of uh, all comes through your thought life the brain that God has blessed you and me with is able to change as you think. Amen. But even a certain things that you eat affects your brain. You know, <laughs> according to Proverbs 23, 7, as a, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You might be thinking, well, Pastor Joe, why are you talking about all this scientist stuff? Well, I will tell you, I'm talking about this stuff, first of all, because the Lord wants me to help make you aware of why some of the things that have been happening to you are happening to you. That's why I'm talking about them. And I really believe that through the leading of the Holy Spirit that you're going to have more of an idea of how to counter some of the devil's attacks against you. To give you some idea of just how important and powerful your voice is, I'd like to read 
portions of an article from, a Fortune, uh, from the Fortune magazine that was written by Jennifer Alzheimer, and she called it the gift to gab. This article was written in January 2018 issue of the Fortune magazine. Brothers and sisters, what does your voice really say about you? It just so happens more than the human brain can even conceive, it turns out. Your voice, you'll find it's amazing what the, what the voice, what they can do, determine from a voice recording. Your voice offers hints about your mood, your social status, your upbringing, your age, your ethnicity, your weight, your height, even your facial features, plus even information about the environment around you. They can even determine from what part of the country you're from. And you think that your voice has nothing. We go around shooting our mouths off all the time. It's confirming what the Bible has always taught us about what we give voice to and the power that is in our voice. And in our words, according to the book of James, we don't need technology to tell us, saints, the importance of our words. According to James 3 in the voice translation, in verse 2 it says, The one who can control his tongue can also control the rest of his body. And this is what I'm talking about. Your brain, your voice. To give you some idea of just how important and powerful your voice is, I'd like to read portions of an article from the Fortune magazine that was written by Jennifer Alzheimer, and she called it The Gift to Gab. This article was written in January 2018, issue of the Fortune magazine. Brothers and sisters, what does your voice really say about you? It just so happens more than the human brain can even conceive, it turns out. Your voice, I know these things are unbelievable, but it's the truth. As a matter of fact, I personally spoke with Dr. Uh, Professor Rita Singh at the Carnegie Mellon uh, University in Pennsylvania. And it's amazing to what the voice, what they can do, determine from a voice recording. Your voice offers hints about your mood, your social status, your upbringing, your age, your ethnicity, your weight, your height, even your facial features, plus even information about the environment around you. They can even determine from what part of the country you're from. The human ear cannot detect these minute inputs, but artificial intelligence, and that's what we're talking about, AI, artificial intelligence, well, that's another story, saints. Software often learning from those customer service calls recorded for training purposes, and I'm sure that everyone in here has had their voice recorded at one time or another. If you've made a phone call to get in touch with anybody, you've had your voice recorded. Software can now pick up micro-signatures in a voice that reveals telling details about the speaker, about you. It's a concept they call voice profiling. And in December, researchers at Carnegie Mellon University achieved a breakthrough using artificial intelligence to generate a three-dimensional image of a speaker's face simply by analyzing a voice recording. Your voice is like your DNA or your fingerprint, says Rita Singh, who leads the research at Carnegie Mellon. As a matter of fact, like I said, I have, you know, I spoke with her 
Research into voice analysis, Dr. Singh says, has been going ongoing for decades, for centuries, but it wasn't until this one that the field began to make its way toward the mainstream. For instance, she says, when you ask your TV for a good comedy, a voice print might prompt it to display R-rated movies rather than the G-rated ones it offers your nine-year-old daughter when she asks you the, when she asks it the same question. And she says, this is the very, very beginning, says Amy Webb, founder of the Future Today Institute, which researches technology and forecasts future tech trends. She says, today, a broad constellation of voice technologies is expanding thanks to more robust computing power and more sophisticated algorithm. She says, we're going to see dramatic shifts in biometric and voice technology, she says, in the next 10 years. Professor Rita Singh hopes that her tech would one day help doctors using telemedicine identify the early onset of conditions like Parkinson's disease. She says, it's the tip of the iceberg of possibility, says Singh. She says, just like your DNA defines you, your voice captures your entire persona. And I'm going somewhere with this, so just listen up. I'd like to say, as a matter of fact, she was telling me over the phone about, uh, well, this part of this was in the uh, article. I just didn't choose to put the whole thing in about the U.S. Coast Guard. She was sharing with me over the phone that the U.S. Coast Guard receive uh, prank calls, you know, uh, maybe a hundred a year. And, and the, the Coast Guard has to go out and, and to, to find out what's going on. But they're fake and, and it can be it could be dangerous you know, because they don't ever know what they're going to run into. And so Homeland Security contacted uh, Dr. Singh to see if there was some way that she could help them. And so she was working with them. And so she was listening to this voice, recording voice. And just by listening to this voice, here's what she was able to determine just by listening to a voice recording. She was able to determine the man's height, his weight, what part of the country he was from, what kind of machine he was working on, recording on. She says it was a homemade one, that he was just beginning to learn how to use it, that he was calling from a warehouse in the eastern part of the states, and that one of the walls in there was a glass wall, and that he was sitting on a metal stool on a concrete floor. She did that just through a voice recording. And you think that your voice has nothing. We go around shooting our mouths off all the time. And it's going out into the atmosphere. And we're creating. And that's why I'm talking about the importance of it. And I also want you to be aware, too. My sister Dorothy, I was visiting her not too long ago. And she received a phone call. And you need to be aware of these things that she received the phone call and she and she just answered it and they pretended to be, I think, the police, whatever, you know, they call to get donations, you know. And uh, and when she asked, a, uh, started asking a, que- you know, a question about it, she said, you know, it, they wanted to know, could they, I think, record her voice or record it or something, and she said yes. And as soon as she did, they hung up. You know, you're going to have to be careful. Because they can take that voice, that yes answer, or whatever else you might say. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm only trying to make you aware. And that's not the only reason I'm talking about that. 
you might, like I said before, you might be wondering why I'm t- I am talking about all this. Well, for starters, it's confirming what the Bible has always taught us about what we give voice to the, and the power that is in our voice and in our words. According to the book of James, we don't need technology to tell us, saints, the importance of our words. According to James 3 in the voice translation, in verse 2 it says, The one who can control his tongue can also control the rest of his body. And this is what I'm talking about. Your brain, your voice. I want you to think about that. About the, he says in James, he said, the one who can control his tongue can also control the rest of his body. First Peter 3.10 says, if you want to live a long life, then watch your mouth. Then watch your tongue. Remember the article I just read, your voice is like your DNA or your fingerprints. In other words, your mountain knows your voice. And you can control your circumstances with your tongue. Amen. You really, you can. I know it's hard to believe, but it's the truth. That is basically what Jesus was telling us in the book of James. In James 3, he says, Have you ever seen a massive ship sailing effortlessly across the water? He said, despite its immense size, he said, the fact that it is propelled by mighty winds. He said, a small rudder directs the ship in any direction the pilot chooses. Saints, you are the pilot of your ship. You are the pilot of your ship, your body, your finances, everything. You are the pilot. I want you to think about that. What does that mean? It means that the mouth is one of your most powerful resources and your tongue is the answer. If you're needing healing in your body, your tongue is your answer. If you need a financial breakthrough, it's in your mouth, it's in your tongue. But in order for you to lay hold of it, you're going to have to turn the ship. You know, if you have been speaking negative towards your health, then you're going to have to start speaking what God said. And as you begin to speak what God says, that ship is going to gradually turn. It's not going to turn overnight. It takes a while if you watch the ship, but it's a little small rudder that will turn that massive ship. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance that mountain can't stand. You've been listening to author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey, on today's edition of Speak the Word. Speak the Word is a listener-supported ministry. Generous contributions from listeners like you enable us to continue bringing you this program each day. Learn how you can connect and support Speak the Word Ministries on the web at speakthewordministry.net. Pastor Joe will be right back in just a moment. But first, we'd like to tell you about Pastor Joe's booklet on finances called Receiving God's Financial Miracle. What exactly does God have to do with your finances, and why do so many Christians struggle to make ends meet? The Bible tells us from Philippians that God will supply every one of our needs. Pastor Joe will share her heart on how God is a generous God, even when we're in need. She'll also help warn of some false teachers from the church who lie and steal in the name of prosperity. In this booklet, Receiving God's Financial Miracle, Pastor Joe will also help you align your words with God's Word, as that is the key to true blessing. Just ask for the booklet, Receiving God's Financial Miracle by Pastor Joanne Ramsey, when you send a gift of any amount to Speak the Word Ministry. You can write to us at P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. 
Or call us and request the booklet, Receiving God's Financial Miracle, when you call 855-505-2297. That's 855-505-2297. 855-505-2297. Or you can order the book by sending an email directly to Pastor Joe. Her email address is Pastor Joe. that's J-O, at speakthewordministry.net. Again, that's Pastor Joe at speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a closing prayer. Father, I thank you that you have provided us with everything we need to do battle in the spirit realm. You have equipped and empowered us as your soldiers to stand our ground against our enemy, Satan. And I thank you, God, that our enemies are your enemies. Father, help us to understand that you have created us in your image and your likeness and that you've given us a Christ-like mind, a mind that can be renewed daily by feeding on your word and becoming doers as well as hearers. Thank you, Lord, that you've given us everything that we need to bring every thought into captivity, thoughts that don't line up with your word and the power to cast these thoughts down. Lord, help us to understand that there is power in our thoughts and power in our words, and there will always be consequences in the thoughts that we choose to take and the words that we speak. Help us to choose the right thoughts so that we can speak the right words and harvest a good crop. Jesus said, My words, they are spirit and they are life. Help us to get a revelation that every word is a seed and it will bring a harvest. I pray, Lord, with your help from this day forward, that I will cast down every thought that is not of you and only speak what your word says. In Jesus' name, amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. Join us next time on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the word, the word of God Against the word